What is going on, beautiful people? It's your girl, Crow Chantel, on this beautiful Saturday. It is May 16th. Beautiful, beautiful day out here. It did rain a little bit, but the sun always comes out afterwards, right? I hope everybody is having a great weekend, especially if you've been working all week. Um, you know, time to unwind and relax. Get yourself a glass of wine. Or even a little if that's what you prefer and <laughs> come enjoy the show tonight all right guys so we have a few things to talk about today but first let's get into what y'all thought about the verses last week with jill scott and erica badu i loved it oh my gosh and i know i said that i thought erica badu was gonna win and i was wrong for that because apparently to me and to everybody it was like an equal tie like it's no way you could put those two queens against each other after they displayed their catalog like that. I was blown away. Like, you ever been to a concert and you literally, like, leave feeling like you've been on a high, like, or just feel inspired? Like, that's literally how I felt after watching that. Like, it was amazing. And just listening to them talk and describe, like, their time in the industry and how they came about. And for Jill Scott to have wrote her first song at 27 and for her first song that she wrote to be for the Fuji's. What? Like, legendary. Like, who else do you know out here doing stuff like that? So, I definitely have to revoke my statement from last week because I didn't give Miss Jill enough credit, honey, because that's awesome. Like, awesome. So, the show was so good and they let them run. I'm happy they didn't cut it off because usually on Instagram Live, you can only record for like an hour at a time. And then like they stop your show or whatever. Then you have to get back on and start all over again. But honey, they must knew two queens was in the building last night, the other night, because they did not do that. And I'm so happy that they did. Um, I was rolling at Erica Badu when she came up in there like um, Teddy Riley, y'all, with, <laughs> with all this equipment. <laughs> you know, like and everybody was like she had that Teddy uh, sound back at first. And she sure did. It was biting back at us at first but she got it together it was awesome it was awesome and it was so cool how they both sing on a mutual song the song don't worry um you got me you know with the fujis like how erica badu originally sung the hook and that's the only time she's ever sang anything somebody wrote for her she's wrote all her music since then man y'all i was blown away okay really enjoyed it but I have a word of the day for us today, y'all. I know y'all probably going to be like, oh, Lord. But, yeah, we finna get into it today. So, word of the day today is heedless. And heedless is showing a reckless lack of care and attention. And I say that because there is a relationship in the media who definitely is reckless and definitely is not showing the proper attention to this relationship as he should be and that is the relationship little boosie has with his son and honestly at this point i'm just bound to think that all his sons probably just are being raised incorrectly and that's just that on that like if you've been keeping up on social media people been um giving boosie backlash because he hired a full-grown woman to give his 13 year old son fellatio for his birthday who does that who does that like and people were defending him saying that oh that's normal like you men do that with their sons like who you know like what type of man think that is what type of real man think that that's okay because there's too many labels on thinking that it's okay because it's a man it's it's men 
But as soon as a woman steps out of line and do do some stuff like that, if something like that was to occur with a little girl, somebody going to jail, like nobody's going to get away with that. Like somebody would go to jail, like, and men would be fear, uh, furious. A man wouldn't send his little girl, 13-year-old girl off to do some stuff like that just because she's 13 and she's getting older. Like what kind of stuff is that? And then the little boy just be bragging about it too, apparently, on like lives that Boosie be having. Because if you've never watched a little Boosie live, <laughs> I, go watch it. It's hilarious, okay? And he has some recordings on YouTube that you can go see so you can see for yourself. Uh, it's funny. It is funny, but then again, it's just like people really live that way. Like seriously, and it's crazy. And people were defending him, y'all, saying that he was right. This is normal. Men do that. Blah blah blah. Honey, that's not right. That's not normal. Normal men just don't sit around and do stuff like that. And that's just period. So I'm very disappointed in Lil Boosie because I'm a big fan. Growing up in the South, um, that's that's music. Like Trail Fam is the rap that is circulating down here and for him to go say and do something like that it's just kind of crazy like very very like that's sexual assault on a child in some form I know it is I just can't think about it right now because I'm drinking my wine okay on to the next subject so um any music fans out there been um rap fans see future has dropped his new album and I think it is perfect timing how Mr. Future decided to drop his little album while he had all this beef and stuff going on with his now confirmed baby mother, Eliza. Now, Future really has, he has six that he claims, but he has about nine, apparently. But we know eight of them that he has for sure. That, that's just, that's a hot mess. Too many, too many, that's too many. So anyways, so Future has been back on social media a lot heavy. I told y'all Twitter is my favorite, personal favorite social media site. I love being on Twitter because it's like you get daily news. It's like everything hits first on Twitter. All the interactions is awesome. Like I just like the way it's laid out. So he's back tweeting on Twitter. And Future is on Twitter and he's saying she belonged to the streets. Um, you can't trust a woman who puts her business out on social media, this and that. On the only reason why he's saying that because the paternity test that came back at 99.9% positive came out showing that he indeed is the father of Eliza's little girl. And if you don't know, Eliza's basically like an Instagram model. Like, baby, everybody Instagram model. And I'm not hating, honey. Y'all ladies making money, okay? Everybody Instagram models. And he was sleeping with her, got her pregnant, and been dogging the poor girl out in the media as if she's crazy, saying she's deflaming his um, name, all that type of stuff. And what's crazy, a lot of people were saying, do you think that he's treating her this way because she's dark-skinned? Hmm. Uh-huh, because if you look, all the features baby mothers that he claims are light-skinned. They are, and she's dark-skinned, and he treats her like crap, and it's just pitiful. So maybe now that he done learned that that's his baby, he'll take care of her. But he decided to drop his album in the midst of all this foolishness, 
which was a very good marketing move. I, I respect it. Can't, can't follow him. And I've reviewed it. I've listened to it. It's not bad. Future albums usually tend to grow on me. I just feel like he's not the same future as he was. But, huh, he's going to have to keep dropping them albums to uh, pay all this child support that he's going to have to owe all the cheering that he have. And that's just that on that. So, Mr. Future, for you, before you come and say that a woman belongs to the streets, sir, I need you to evaluate yourself. Have you ever thought that maybe you are the one who belongs to the streets and these women probably just walk in the streets and you probably just snatching them up because they just walking down the street one day because you are the street, sir? Have you thought about that? Because you have eight baby mothers. Eight. And that don't make no sense that you're a grown man. You are 36 and you are letting it loose in all these women. And you, sir, do better. In the words of takeoff from the Migos. If she knew better, she would probably do better. On to the next subject. Alright. So you guys, there is another wonderful versus that is taking place tonight. And I am very excited. I feel like I'm about to live my teenage years all over again. I should have bought my Air Force Ones for the culture down with me, but I didn't. So it's all good. Nelly and Ludacris will be forming tonight on live versus. So you guys, please check it out. And you guys got to let us know what you think about it. Because I love to hear your feedback, what you think about it. Like, just to hear what y'all think, you know. So we can try to review some of that on the show. So. Future, I'm not future, look, still talking about that little deadbeat. Oh, uh, Nelly and uh, Mr. Ludacris will be going against each other tonight in verses. And I think that was actually a pretty good matchup, considering, like, they did um, both have good hits coming out in that era, like, early 2000s. Early 2000s was a time for music, a uh, crazy time. Like, music is just not what it used to be. Um, only thing I feel, I do feel like with this one, it's not going to be a tie. Now, with Erica Badu and Jill Scott, that's just different. They are both musically inclined on the same level, if that makes sense. I don't feel like, personally, that Nelly and Luda are on the same level, lyrically, because Nelly is a rapper, but Ludacris really is a lyric. Like, he's a lyricist. Like, he's a real rapper. Like, he knows how to give us punchlines. He's a he's a rapper. Luda is what a real rapper is. And I like Nelly music and stuff. And he has hits. You know, Nelly gave us some good slow jams, too. And so has Luda. But Luda is very creative. Like, his videos, like, the way that he used to do his videos, y'all. Like, oh, my God. Do y'all remember the uh, When I Move You Move video, bro, with the big bobble head? Oh, my God. Like, come on now. Like, who else do you know that was doing music videos like that except him, Missy, and Buster? So that's what I'm saying. Nelly's kind of out of his lead with that one in that area to me, like with creativity. But we have to remember that Nelly also has crossed over with music as far as country. Because remember that song he did with Tim McGraw? Was that Tim McGraw? I think it was. Quote, uh, quote me if I'm wrong. I'm not sure that over and over again song. But yes, he crossed over. So he's done country, he's done rap, you know, he's done R&B. Like, you know, Nelly's done a lot of stuff for the culture. And I was looking on social media. Mm-hmm, I was. And I was looking how uh, one of the guys that was in Nelly's clique, uh, the St. Lunatics, was talking about how Luda apparently was stealing Nelly's style. That's what he said. And he said that... Um, that they made um, Tip Drill in response to Luda. Um, what song was it that Luda had? 
um, if you watch the verses tonight, y'all, I promise you, I bet you they gonna bring it up. I bet you. I bet you. But you'll have to go see. But apparently they made Tip Drill in response to a song that Luda made that he was stealing their flow off of. Um, I don't know about that, honestly. Like, I'm a music head. I would have to probably disagree. Like, do y'all understand how hard Luda came out the gate and he came out the gate? Chicken and Beer was legendary. Like, he wasn't stealing nobody's style, swag. Like, Luda is a nasty rapper. But like I said, he's lyrical. And Nelly, even though he can rap, shit, I can rap. <laughs> Honestly, you know, he's not, like, really lyrical. But we're going to see how this plays out. I'm really excited to see how it plays out. Hopefully they be nice and keep it clean, you know, and do it. Just come and show the talent. But like I said, I feel like Ludacris is definitely going to take this one home, y'all, because I'm just a big Luda fan, and I just know he is. Like, ugh, love Luda. Cues splashing waterfalls. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, guys. So on to the next. So did anybody watch? Well, do you guys watch How to Get Away with Murder? And if you do, did anybody watch the season finale? Y'all, I have never cried off of the season finale, but I cried on that one. That literally is the best season finale I have ever seen in my life. It was everything. It was awesome. And I love how they went headed because since it was the end, they just closed it out. They didn't leave us guessing. They didn't leave you wondering, I wonder what happened to them or what became of them. They gave you everything up front and I loved it. It was everything, y'all. I could watch it over and over again. I've already watched it twice. So, how to get away with murder season finale? Perfect. If you haven't even started watching the show, I definitely recommend that you actually give it a try. Like, it is everything. It's awesome. I really enjoyed the show. Well, you guys, that is all that I have today. I really pray that you guys enjoy your Saturday. Like, enjoy the day. Um, they are releasing some restrictions, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying inside. I hope you guys do the same. And I want to hear what you guys think about the verses that's coming on today. So I hope to hear from you guys next week. Get us, a, get at us on our social media page. Again, this is your girl, Chloe Chantel, and I am signing out. Have a good one.